Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Out of the gates, here we go. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Coming up on today's program, of course, tonight's national championship game. Very slow week. Uh, Masters on Thursday, <laughs> opening day, Major League Baseball. Uh, Adam Chernoff in an hour as sports betting is now legalized in Canada. It comes with some controversy. Uh, Ed Graney live from New Orleans in two hours and Colton Oast on the Masters. And Paulie rarely does a game with that much hype actually live up to it. Uh, and I think Nance was right at the end. Not only did it live up to it, it, it exceeded the expectations and the hype with how close it was throughout and the way that uh, North Carolina said bye-bye to Coach Kate at the very end, that was un- unbelievable on Saturday. All oh, the finish, all the shot-making and uh, the drama down the stretch and as numerous Tar Heel fans said afterwards, I don't care if they beat us the rest of the way. I mean, that is something. I mean, that will haunt Duke fans. They, they, they end, they can't go to the championship game, they can't win a title, and they beat them two in a row. North two in a row they got them. North Carolina has the ultimate scoreboard now forever. Yes, Right. They really do, unless Coach K decides to come back for another year. <laughs> yeah. Which, 
Okay. Yep. Um, I went back and watched the second half, and particularly, you know, the final, like, four minutes. It was 67 apiece with about three and a half minutes to go. And so that's sitting at 134. The total opened around 151. You know, you need 18 points to go over at that point. It flew over. Yeah. It flew over. And then, like, the you're exactly right. The shot making down the stretch. The, the, the manic three countered on the other side by the three-pointer for Duke. And then just, he is so unconscious, Caleb Love, in that moment, to actually have the onions to take that shot and to hit it with 10 seconds on the shot clock, mind you, gigantic. His, he's a pterodactyl. The wingspan's incredible. The swooping drive in the gummit. How many times Isn't did he that do impressive? that? Isn't that impressive? Yes. It's just like, what are you doing? Oh, it's, it's an easy shot for him. Yeah. For where he's taking up it. Up and under, but from right. all the way. Yeah, it's And wild. impossible to block. You're right. And uh, this is what some story here if they can finish the job tonight. But we also needed that game after the first one. I mean, that was just an uh, impressive job by Kansas. But uh, overmatched Villanova. And that's a, was a scary performance by Kansas. I mean, they, they it should have been an easier win. Because they just refused to pound it down low for stretches there and let mm-hmm. Villanova get back in the game. Right. Yeah, that game was basically over, meaning the game was over and the total was over in the first couple of minutes. Yes. Like that for uh, the, you know the zillion people that made the case for the under in the game. And by the way, Kansas only had 58 possessions. That was it. They were just, they couldn't miss. They were on fire the entire game. And that just, you, you know, like the in-play total got so high at some point. It's like, okay, this is not going to, I mean, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right. Villanova was completely overmatched, but now that's basically three consecutive halves now for this Kansas team where they look like they're the best team in the country. Right. Playing their best basketball now at the right time. Will that mm-hmm. continue tonight against North Carolina, who has been incredible for pretty much the entire tournament? And then, well, Carolina now trying to uh, make history, or at least tie the Villanova team in 1985 to be the only eight seed to win it. They've won 11 of 12. And that turn, I don't know what happened, but the turnaround, remember when they lost to Pittsburgh and they were on the bubble? And at that point, they were one in six against ranked teams. Mm-hmm. And now they, this is the fourth time in the tournament they're an underdog as well. Well, the, the, the future that, tickets that are out there, people that grabbed them 90, 95 to one before the Baylor game, one person while it was going on. I mean, this, what well, a story I, this would be. You got, uh, you got other ones? No, no. I'm just, I'm watching that game on the couch, paying full attention to when they were up by 25. I'm looking right at North Carolina 80 to one when they're up by 25 points against Baylor. Yeah. And I thought to myself, well, I already mm-hmm. have them 32 to 1 to make the final four. I'm not going to add any more. And now, certainly, you know, I can go back and revisit that one. But uh, our buddy had 96 to 1 right before the game tipped off. Yeah. And so he's looking at, staring at that ticket tonight going into the game. Yeah. This is something. Also, what do we do with Virginia Tech? How did they not make a run? They hammered Carolina and Duke and in the ACC tournament. Right. And got, right. But, the, but Texas took them out in the first round. Yep. Uh, I would also say that for Duke's part, down the stretch, man, the two missed free throws by Mark Williams. Killer. And then Heels goes to the free throw line, and they went. They showed that replay a bunch, like should have been an N one. Immediately, everybody on the broadcast crew shot it down. I thought it was pretty close to maybe an N one, but I, I, I'm not going to really sit here and you know yeah. moan and groan about it. Well, and then we know he, it he is in the, the NBA. Throw. Yeah, well, it is in the NBA. No, I know. That's I know. Right. Well, they were five of twenty-two from three. That's one thing. Yeah. And Carolina made all the plays down the stretch. How about the no handshake? I think Moore was the only guy. But Duke walked. Wow, they were celebrating. Well, they what? what they saw what? He can't, of course. Can't, can't shake their hand? That didn't happen either. It's, it's a bad look after the no handshake from Chris Carowell and some of the other assistants when they went to Cameron and beat you. That's right. And that's why I had a problem with, yep. like, Coach K at the very end, and I watched the entire press conference, you know, to the media, and they're like, Coach K, you know, tell us about That's not about me, he said. 
really, but you had a, a year-long farewell tour. <laughs> and, and, then, and then when the assistant said Carolina did not pay you uh, a tribute when, yeah. they, when they played at your place, so that's why they didn't give you handshakes, not about you. Come on. That's why people are so sick of the phoniness, and they just, they're so right. happy to see him lose. Right. I mean, I'll never forget with humans, but the Dylan Brooks thing is all you need to know. Oh, of course. Uh, I, I told them. I, I never said that. Yeah, you did. He said, we just talked to Dylan Brooks. You lied. You lied. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Unbelievable. But uh, we both had Kansas Saturday. I like Kansas again. I mean, that is that. maybe they do it again. This would be uh, an, an insane run here if they can do this again. But you just beat your rival. You have so much, expend so much energy, and now a short turnaround. Now you got to play for the title. Yeah, and right? it, it's tough to do. I know Duke is able to do it when they shocked UNLV uh, in 91 and came back to finish the job. But now you have to come at, regroup. You beat Duke. Okay, calm down. There's another game to play with the title. Well, meanwhile, Kansas had a, a scrimmage. Well, that and, like, how concerned are you about the Baycott injury? Right. Now, he did, he did say after the game, or I think it may have been yesterday, Baycott said, my ankle would have to be cut off. I mean, not to play yeah. in the game. Well, play, but will he be effective and, and compromised? Yeah, that's the thing. That's yeah. right. He's an absolute beast down low. Mm-hmm. Yes. Leaky Black, 24-1, first three of the game. That was here. It was here, right. 24-1 to for the first three. How about that? Yes. His prop wow. is five and a half, and he, and he got that. Yeah. Will any player score 25 points here, plus 225? Yes, plus 225. Will anyone get at least 25? Okay, well, how about that? Global prop that we had on Friday. Will any player in the final four score 21 and a half points or more? Yeah. How, how many pe- people did we have score more than that? Was it like four or yeah. five guys scored more than that? Cormac was 10 to 12. Love had 28. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Right? Right. Carolina is, I mean, they got plenty of guys that can beat you. Yep. But you can say the same thing. I think Remy Martin's prop tonight is 12 points. I would actually look to the under, but off the bench, he's been awesome, you know, in the tournament. Uh, he wasn't, he didn't have to be on Saturday against Villanova, but it's a really good matchup. And I, I mean, how many times would you say like an eight seed ever going in is like this dangerous? An eight seed usually it's like a total underdog story. Butler Car- Butler made it one year and they, they were an eight. Yes, yeah, they beat yeah. Pitt. Right, but, but that was but like lost in the right. But and, that's and, true. Yeah, you know exactly yeah, yeah. right. I mean, this this team has been just and that was awesome again on Saturday. And to take a now here's the thing, and teams like need this every single year the way it seems in the tournament, or maybe it's just a you know. Uh, a very easy talking point. They did escape UCLA. They they trailed that entire game, mm-hmm. and that was that was um, Caleb Love again. Carry you know, carried the team, hitting twenty five footers, and they came back and beat UCLA in the final minute. But here they are tonight, now playing as an underdog. And I mean, if if Baycott's affected with the ankle and he really has a tough time going, that is going to be a huge loss for that team. They should be able to punish them down low, don't you think? Yeah. What Kansas did to Villa, well, Villanova, yeah. what they should do here. I mean, the bigs are so good down low. Especially if they had uh, that injury, yeah. Yes, right. Um, but the other thing, to go back to your point, I didn't buy in until the Baylor game. I mean, that's when it's, oh, absolutely they can win this. I mean, when you have a one seat down 25. Uh, that was. What they did to Marquette. Oh, yeah. Because it, uh, they won 11 to 12, but then the, the getting routed by Virginia Tech was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But to, what they did against Marquette to, to dismantle Baylor for 30 minutes. Uh, the meltdown, they almost lost that. The scare against UCLA, the win against St. Peter's, and then uh, what they did uh, over the weekend. Uh, but I, I think Kansas will be too much. And I just think it's it's hard it's hard for kids to ask a kid now, okay, you're off all this emotion, you beat your rival, short turnaround, now you got to take on Kansas. We'll say this, Dan Bonner came on the show, Good call, CBS yeah. analyst on Friday, and he said we're going to get North Carolina and Kansas. And it's going to be either a dream scenario or a nightmare scenario for Roy Williams. And I'll go way over how many times they show him. Well, by the Did way, the wife cash. 
Four and a half? It had to have. It felt like it was, she was on the screen <laughs> for a half an hour. But <laughs> yeah. uh, with Roy, I, li- I liked how emphatic he was with the celebration. It was good. Uh-huh. He was having a good time in New Orleans on Saturday night. He was uh, letting it fly. I like that. But, I mean, don't feel sorry for Duke. I looked at the recruiting class coming in next year with Shire. They have like five guys in the top 60. I think three of the top 10 guys in the country going there next year. Plenty of NBA talent again. I wonder how long that's going to last. It's a tough one. Good point. Yeah, they have scoreboard forever. Like, yeah. They really do. Yeah, we beat you to go to the final, to the championship game in the final four. You couldn't win your last home game for the guy. And they, we they beat they you two in out. a row. Blew him out. Yeah, absolutely. Have scoreboard forever. That but, one's tough to take. What, what, it's, like, it's like the Red Sox. Even if the Red Sox don't win another one. It's like the Yankees are part of the biggest choke in the history oh, no of sports. Doubt. That's exactly what Even it is. Even if the Red Sox didn't have the sustained run after that. Sure. I mean, Red Sox fan has scoreboard from, ah, we got 27, we're going to win 30 champions. Who cares? I don't, yeah. We have the biggest choke in the history of sports, and we won the World Series. That's on. a good call. Yep. You're right. Uh, the first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at the website, which is betrivers.com. I will say one thing about the total. What, it opened up at 154 for the game tonight? That might be a bit high. Although both teams scored 81 in the games on Saturday because it is a national title game. And, you know, nerves might catch up with them. I, although the way Kansas came out against Villanova on Saturday, it was they were going 1,000 miles an hour. Yeah. And it's like, let's just let's keep the gas down to this shorthanded team right away and put them away. Love the tempo. And that's what they did. Loved it. Yep. Great job. All right, coming up next here on Follow the Money. It is a huge day for sports bettors in Canada, and with it comes some controversy. If you don't know the story, wait until you hear what's happening with pending future bets. We'll run down that for you coming up next here on VSIN. It's the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. 
BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Can't wait to talk to Adam Chernoff in mere moments. Golf season's here. Bet River Sportsbook, your home for hundreds of golf betting options. Hit a hole Sportsbook all week long. Place pre-tournament wagers to win money towards free bets. When your favorite golfer has a birdie, eagle, etc., download the app or visit BetRivers.com to take part in the biggest week of golf all year. BetRivers.com for details. All right. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Our good friend, Adam Chernoff, he joins us uh, every week during the football season. He works for Covers.com. He is in Toronto. He is a Canadian. Uh, and he's in, uh, there today covering everything that's going on in terms of legal sports betting and how big of a day this is in Ontario. Adam, thanks for the time as always. Good morning. Can you just put it, try to put it in perspective? How big is it today? This is massive. It's a really big deal. And I think it parallels into what a lot of people felt in New Jersey uh, almost four years ago now when sports betting launched there. But uh, for those in the States that don't know, in terms of market size from a state or province, Ontario would be fifth on population base behind Florida, California, Texas, and New York. And so we are already in the span of nine hours here since launch at midnight up to almost a dozen sports books. There's potential within the short-term future to push close to 30. We're getting already seven different odds providers. That may turn into more than a dozen odds providers as well. So this is a massive market with a lot of differences to what we've seen in the U.S., it's a very interesting situation unfolding, but huge day in Ontario and for Canadians. I mean, think about that for a second, Paul. 
up to 30 different sports books in Ontario. And what do we have in top of my head? What do we have like nine maybe in Las Vegas? And he's talking about tripling that. Are they offering all of them offering bonuses? So all of them so far are offering bonuses mama. And where that gets really interesting is the biggest difference for just a user perspective or just a casual player perspective is that only sports books on their website can mention or reference the bonus. So if you're listening to this from a regulated U.S. state, you're probably used to seeing commercials for sports books every two seconds, deposit offers, everything that you can think of being thrown at you. None of that is permitted in Canada. And so what it's doing is taking a lot of emphasis off of that sort of effort to just throw money at people and really putting an emphasis on the sports books branding themselves and long-term care of their customers. In theory, it sounds great. <laughs> we'll wait and see how it happens. We sort of heard a lot of things about what went on in U.S. states, but it has a very different look and feel from what we've seen in the states. And with these offers, it's kind of a little bit unclear because you just don't see them like you would in regulated U.S. states. Okay, interesting. So you've signed up for how many accounts so far? I uh, have eight different apps downloaded. There's a lot of verification processes that are going on. Um, sportsbooks are sort of testing things out. It was a launch that crept up on a lot of sportsbooks with the announcement and then a lot of the late regulations. And so they've been having to sort through a lot of issues. And so there's different verification procedures that players now have to go through. But there's also a lot of geofencing going on, which is causing people to need to download secondary apps mm. just to verify that everything is safe and in place for how they're playing, which in theory should be a very good thing for the player. Um, been pretty smooth so far considering the enormity of the rollout for a lot of these apps, but it's um, been a couple extra steps. So haven't been able to bet anything yet, but have the accounts and apps downloaded, and it's going to be a busy couple of days here for me in Ontario betting-wise. Yeah, no question. So of the eight that you have as of right now, and going back to what you said about promos and bonuses, you haven't really seen anything yet on any of those eight? They have everything published on site, but in terms of the issuing of them, okay. um, nothing's been issued yet. But if you've signed up and you're playing with them, then you know what you're getting. What advice do you have for people to take advantage of the bonuses? Yeah, once they're there. Uh, good question. So uh, you have to look at it from two perspectives. Like if you're a new player or you're just playing as like a, an average everyday player, and then if you're kind of really looking to take advantage and approach it from more of a professional standpoint. But what I would say for anybody, and this applies not just to people in Ontario and in Canada, but also anywhere in regulated states that may be watching and listening, if you're just the everyday player, these are out there for you to take advantage of. So you have to think about the path in which you take. I think that's incredibly important. And what you want to do, I call it in an article I wrote, the sportsbook snowball. It's very simple. If you're in your state or province, you list out all the bonuses from the lowest and easiest to clear, like the cheapest ones to the most expensive and most difficult to clear. And what you really want to go after is the initial promo offers. So like the bet $5 to be guaranteed to win 200 Go through all of those really, really quickly and accumulate that money to play off the bigger ones. And what you'll find is as you go and you take advantage of all these initial free bets and all these really quick offers where you can turn a small amount of money into something bigger very quickly, 
because you just have a lot more to play with. And then you can attack these bigger risk-free bet promotions. And as you go through all of these, again, your bonus bankroll, so to speak, snowballs as you go through all of these sports books. And you may find, especially in some regulated states, that you can take $100 and go through 8 to 12 sports books. And at the end of it, without taking on much risk, you may have $1,500, $2,000 in the account. So if you're a new player, go and list every sports book in your state or where you play, smallest to largest. Start with those small ones. Clear them very quickly. Accumulate the money. And then use those to work into the risk-free bets. And you'll grow a bankroll very, very quickly without very much risk. And it'll put you in a good position for those really big offers where you're getting a thousand plus. And then obviously for the pros, this is going to sound a bit different. That is superb advice. No doubt. Adam Chernoff, our guest covers.com in Toronto right now for the opening of uh, sports betting legalization in Ontario. We have like four minutes here in this segment. Can you explain what's going on with future bets at almost every book from what I understand anyway, from betters up in Canada who had maybe Austin Matthews to win the heart or longer. I know a buddy, I brought this up earlier. He, who stood to win $100,000 on Jaron Jackson to win Defensive Player of the Year. What happened with those uh, pending future bets? This has been kind of the messy sticking point for a lot of bettors so far. Um, it was actually a very tough situation, not only for the bettors who stand to not win a lot of future money, but it was also a tough spot for the books too. And so what happened was about two weeks ago, the Ontario iGaming Regulation Board came out and said, if you're a sports book that is currently operating in what is known as the gray market, and so that's right now any sports book who's taking bets that's not regulated prior to today. If you're in that market and you plan on joining the regulated market, none of the bets that you took in the gray market can carry over to your site in the regulated market. So it was an essentially a forced stop for all of the sports books to start fresh. And so we have a situation where there's about nine of those sports books that are moving from the gray market into the regulated market. And so what they had to do as of midnight today, 12.01 a.m., they had to void any of the pending future bets that they had because it couldn't carry over. And so that means, like you mentioned, there were a ton of people with Austin Matthews who's having an enormous season. They had him tied to all sorts of awards and milestone bets because with all these books in Canada, there was an extensive offering for hockey, especially with the local team of Toronto. So all of those people find themselves in a very difficult spot. There were a lot of things tied to different NBA teams as the season is coming to a close. There was a lot obviously tied to NHL futures, but then there was also a lot of NFL futures because we've had a massive offseason of movement and we've seen teams bouncing all over. All of those bets end up getting voided. So anybody who had a ticket and stood a chance to win, they either had to cash out their bet which was unfortunate because sportsbooks, of course, on the cash out, were taking about 18% VIG on top of the offer they were already giving you, or you just had your bets voided. So there's so far to date just one sportsbook that has actually come out and said, we're going to help you guys. If your future wins, you can email support. We'll help you out and credit your account. Everyone else has gone the route of just voiding the bets. So tough spot all around. Mm -hmm. but. In theory, this is for the better, as now everybody is now in a regulated environment. 
and they were playing with those gray books before. So tough spot that came in really late, and it's sort of been the one sore spot of everything that's going on so far. I was going to say, I can't even imagine the feedback that you're getting from locals up there regarding this. We've had people in our Discord channel, which we just set up to help everyone because there's so many questions about what's going on. But like you said, you had the friend that stood to win nearly six figures. We've had people with $40,000 future tickets that were two weeks away from winning. We've had a lot of people with tickets tied to the Leafs, to the Suns, um, five-figure tickets. Like there's a, there was a lot just within that community that were impacted by this. And it, it's shocking to me that although the sports books were in a very difficult situation, my one sort of gripe with everything, because I know that none of these sports books wanted this to happen and it was forced from the government side, mm-hmm. but my one gripe was just how closed off a lot of the operators have been. It's been very hard to contact them. It's been very hard to get a public statement from any of them. They've just not done a lot to go out of their way and help the players, which was disappointing. But my hope is that within the regulated market now, that conversation or accessibility becomes a little bit easier for a lot of the players because as a sports book, really you're providing a service essentially to betters that should be about taking care of them. And I would like to see that happen a little bit more, but it's just a little unfortunate how some of them have handled it to date. Spot on. Uh, Hang tight. Follow him on Twitter. He is at Adam Chernoff. He's excellent on the NFL. He's going to stick around for one more segment, and uh, we'll have him run down some of his favorite moves. And my God, we've had countless moves in the NFL. And uh, in terms of maybe future bets to make on NFL teams and some draft stuff as well, that's coming up next year on Follow the Money. The Sports Betting Network. Elevate your live betting game, introducing PointsBet, new exclusive feature, live same-game parlays for the NBA for the first time ever. Build the perfect live same-game parlay only with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game, including spreads, totals, props, and more. Once the game starts, live your bet life with PointsBet. Download the app today. Use code VSIN2K. Get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Gambling problem, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text 467-369 or call 800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling. Another segment, Double Shot with Adam Chernoff, Covers.com, talking about what's going on today in Ontario. Uh, how about your, your Mr. NFL and had a great NFL season? What did you make of this incredible offseason and all the moves and also win totals released at various places? Uh, I mean, it's been fantastic, and I... I thought it was interesting that we were like it was during major sporting events in other seasons and still the news of NFL was able to dominate all of those and get everybody's attention. So I think it just speaks to how popular the NFL is and how much we like betting on it. But it's creating an interesting situation where obviously there's all the talent in the AFC and there's all of the big names. But when you start to look at what that has done collectively throughout the conference, to the strength of schedule numbers of a lot of the teams. It's amazing how so many of these teams that we're now talking about and all of this talent that we're seeing on all these different AFC teams, it's very difficult when you're starting to look through the strengths of schedule projections based on the win totals to find a team that doesn't have an incredibly difficult schedule from all of these ones that are making the moves. And so what it's done has kind of warped things a little bit 
and just pulled all of those teams into the difficult side of the schedule range. And so when you're thinking about win totals or you're looking at divisional or conference futures, usually you're trying to pair that up with a really easy path. And when you're trying to do that in the AFC, it's really difficult to find those teams that stand out. So it's kind of skewed things a little bit more than we've seen in seasons past and creating a really interesting dynamic. Uh, what were your favorite moves? There were so many of them. Was there, did anything happen like under the radar that nobody really talked about that you liked, or was it an obvious one? I think the most under-the-radar move that we're not talking about just because it's not quarterbacks is the Cincinnati Bengals and what they've done to their offensive line. And, I mean, we don't have to go far back. It's only two months ago that it was two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl talking about how big of an issue this offensive line is for the Bengals and how if they only had this offensive line to protect Joe Burrow, how great this team could be. And that was really like the main focal point of the handicap for anybody who bet on the Rams in that game. And we ultimately saw what happened where the Rams were able to dominate and it all came true, what everyone was saying. But very quietly, as everyone's signing quarterbacks and making big wide receiver moves, the Bengals have gone and signed a couple top-tier veterans to put on that offensive line. And they still have some workability and some capital to spend throughout the draft and the remainder of the offseason to bolster that. And they haven't given much away either. It's only been improvements up front. And so I think that really, really goes under the radar in a division where, again, we're sort of seeing them sink down just because of how difficult this AFC is becoming. But this is a team that just made it to the Super Bowl. They kind of had that divide between like sort of the professional betting community and how they were performing within games. But now you sort of eliminate that big weakness that they have up front. And I think there's reason to be generally optimistic about the Bengals going forward because they've gone a very long way to fix that that nobody seems to really be talking about. Why do you like the Saints over? Well, I would have absolutely loved it if we still had Peyton. But even without him, we have Dennis Allen stepping in. I think this is a very attractive number at eight. I think this is a, they, they won nine last year with nothing but problems, nothing but turnover on the roster. They were riddled with injuries. They didn't know who was going to be a quarterback. They were switching throughout the season. I mean, that team was a mess last year, nearly made the playoffs, still won nine games. We know that things this year are going to be a lot more settled. Um, they're obviously going through a coaching change, but it's not like they're bringing in somebody new. This is still a very, very good defense. This is still a very good offensive line. And if Thomas is able to come back and that gets sorted out, we have a situation where you have two of the most dynamic skill players still on that team, and they've got some space to maneuver in the offseason as well. And so that price has come down, and I don't necessarily agree with that. I think it's short, but then also within the rest of the division. So if the Panthers bring back Sam Darnold, which it appears like they're going to do with that coaching situation and that team, not very high on them. I think the Buccaneers are getting a little bit too much attention with how much their price is shortened. With Tom Brady returning, I think the coaching change there, the Jets fan, I know very well what it looks like with Todd Bowles as an HC, not saying it's going to go that poorly, but to me, I'm just, I think the Buccaneers are very overpriced. And now the Falcons without Matt Ryan, I think that could be one of the worst teams overall in the NFL. And you sort of have the Saints sitting there. There's not a lot of flash at the QB position, and there's some uncertainty about what might go on there. Was it Jameis? 
Is it going to be Hill? What's going to happen? But I just I think the foundation in that team is really, really solid. And they did so much a year ago with much less that I think this year there's just a lot of stability within key pieces in that team. So I like the Saints over. You can find them at eight wins. I think that should be closer to nine and a half. Okay, very good. The Dolphins have done everything to help out Tua at quarterback. Do you have faith in him to pull it off this year? And uh, maybe this team could be a threat in the East? When I saw the move with Hill, I, like it's, it was exciting and, and there was like it was a big name and it was just it, within the flurry of everything. So there was yeah. it was a lot of fun. But when you think about like how Hill has looked and worked with the Chiefs and what he's been great at, it doesn't in my head necessarily fit with what we've seen Tua do and how he sort of manages through games and how short his average depth of target is and how that offense is really condensed. But maybe Hill is the guy that ultimately opens things up. And then obviously with Waddle, that could be interesting. But, I mean, there's no doubt you put the ball in Hill's hands, and that's going to be obviously effective, and, and Tua could do that. But, I mean, it's just there's something about that team overall with Tua at quarterback that just leaves me generally uncertain. And within that division, I mean, the Bills are rightfully so priced at the top. Um I just I don't know within this AFC again like do you trust Tua more than mm-hmm. you trust five or six of these other top tier quarterbacks even with the addition of Hill even with how good Waddle was looking I just I can't quite get there with Miami I think maybe they're a touch high but they're sort of the one team overall that with the hype that surrounded them I'm not necessarily fully buying into three minutes what what's the pe- your pecking order in the AFC West. Packing order in the AFC West. So it still has to be Chiefs number one. Then I think it's very clearly Chargers two, Broncos three, Raiders four. Okay. All right. So matches matches the odds board. But I mm-hmm. like what I would sort of stress there is a lot of people, I think, look at the Broncos as a very clear number two. Even before the Chargers continued to make their moves and strengthen their roster, I never thought that with the addition of Wilson, the Broncos just automatically leaped over the Chargers. Me, me that too. Was, that yep. was never, mm-hmm. I never got that impression, okay. and I never reflected that in anything I was thinking about from a pricing standpoint. I always thought the Chiefs were very clear one, but, but to me, the Chargers are being discounted a little bit still. The Broncos, I think they're really going to miss Fangio on the defensive side. That was really last year an average defense that Fangio got a lot out of, and they've taking a bit of a step back so far in the offseason. We'll see what that ultimately looks like. But there's just, I don't know, like, is Wilson going to be that quarterback that drops back 40 times to win a game? Like, I just, to, he's, he's been on a decline. We, like, we think last year and what he was doing in the middle part of that season, nobody was awfully excited about Russell Wilson. We put him in this offense, and now everybody all of a sudden loves him again. I think he's still an above-average quarterback, but the way that he's being treated like a top three or four guy, uh, just not for me. So I think the Chargers here, a little bit unnoticed. I still think they're a very clear number two to challenge the Chiefs. Hey, Adam, great talking to you again. Uh, Tremendous job covering the story today up in Ontario. Huge news, obviously, with uh, uh, sports betting now legalized in that province, and you can follow Adam on Twitter. He's at Adam Chernoff, and uh, with Covers.com as well. You guys have done a a bang-up job covering everything. Uh, we're up against it right now, but let's plan on having you on again uh, leading up to the draft, okay? Absolutely. And you guys need to get up here. There's a big army that watches you guys every single morning on Sportsnet. 
We now have the betting in Ontario. We need you guys up here for a weekend at some point. Yeah, we would love to do it, man. Thank you. Good luck with everything. Thanks, guys. Chat soon. Yep. Be good. So, yeah, massive day for everybody watching this show up on Sportsnet in Canada. Yeah, let's plan that, huh? Let's make that happen. It's in the works, I understand. Yes. Toronto, and then uh, maybe Edmonton can make a run. Uh, we should also maybe have Mike Pritchard on, who does a show here on VEASAN, played in the NFL for 10 years. I, had, uh, I met with him at dinner with him on Saturday. He brought up an excellent point on Tyreek Hill and how it's going to be difficult for Tua to get him the ball this year. How about trading Parker in the division? Yeah, I know. Yeah. But that's, that's a nice addition for the Patriots. Oh, they, they need to do that. Yeah. And now over the weekend, turns out that if the price is right, the Seahawks could listen to offers for DK Metcalf. Yep. Patriots a possibility there. Everyone's got a price. Yes. Yep. Uh, somehow this franchise pulled it off for the 16th consecutive year. Details on that next. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. the sports betting network wendy's breakfasts is the official breakfast of march madness one more game tonight it is the natty every day choose from wendy's stack starting lineup like the breakfast baconator croissant combos and hot or cold coffee and like any great team wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends oven baked sizzling bacon freshly cracked eggs Perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes and a simply OJ to bring it home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru and pick up your Wendy's breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. You don't drink coffee, do you? Ever? No. I heard, I was watching uh, The Edge with Matt Humans and Jonathan Von Tobel last week, and they were doing this, uh, discussing Wendy's and the breakfast bacon- baconator. And Matt, dead serious. He goes to JVT. He's like, wait, they make cold coffee? You can get iced coffee? <laughs> I just was watching the show, and I thought he was joking at first. As as an iced coffee connoisseur, oh sure, yeah. you know, I was like, wait, he g- generally has no idea. He never, I don't, I think he said he's never had a sip of coffee in his life. Wow, yeah, I don't know how he does it. Three hours of sleep every night, eats fast food five, six, seven times a day. Yeah, he's not from this earth. No, he's not. Absolutely. Did you know this about the Sacramento Kings? It's official now. Now. Uh, they have missed the playoffs 16 consecutive times. It's a new NBA record. They were making the playoffs every year. They were a contender every year. And then let's get rid of Adelman and let's just change coaches every other year. And it's just been a disaster between that and the draft. You passed on Luka. And his, and his, and his former coach was on the staff. I mean, that's just that's all you need to know. And Trey Young, right? They took Bagley, Bagley number Bagley two. over Trey Young and Luka. Good job, fellas. Yep. Took Jimmer, took Stauskas. I mean, it just... <laughs> The, the, the oh, trade Halliburton? What? I, I just, what not to do? Yep. Look at the Sacramento Kings. Yep, exactly. So now we're getting a bunch of feedback today. It appears as if, if you shop around, you can find the Jazz at minus 120. If you're like me and if you have a ticket on the Nuggets to win this division at 20 to 1 or in that neighborhood, minus 120, I think, is a great time to hop in on a hedge bet here. I don't know if I can find that myself here in Las Vegas, but I will be looking today, no doubt. You have to. Don't be stubborn. Uh, they have a half-game lead, but Utah has the tiebreaker. And Utah has four left. Denver has three. Denver gets them all at home. Big one tomorrow for Utah. What a schedule tomorrow in the association. God. Utah gets Memphis at home tomorrow. Denver plays them in their next game coming up. Uh, it's a big one for although San Antonio's in. I mean, the Lakers, they would have to completely collapse. They have the tiebreaker over the Lakers, up three with four to play um, with that tiebreaker. But this is just... 
You know, you're you're like the Bulls. You can't wait to bet against Chicago in the first round. Yeah. I can't wait to bet against Utah. Oh, me too. That's I mean, times it's, 10. It's just every, after every loss, Gobert says something negative. And Quinn Snyder even says, I wish he wouldn't talk after losses. And it just, Mitchell can't stand them. They don't get along. <laughs> no, not at all. And I and a lot of people have said this, and they're exactly right. If they fall behind 2-0 in the first series, all that stuff will just start. And, and just. Quinn Snyder's gone. Mitchell going to the Knicks. Mitchell's going to leave. They mm-hmm. have to build and blow it. Start over again. I will be looking to they lay missed a, their chance last year. Yep, I, I'm going to be looking to lay a game and a half in the series against the Jazz and the Celtics. I'm sorry, and the Bulls in the first run of their playoffs. By the way, San Antonio's schedule. Have you seen it? It's rough. Okay, they. But so is the Lakers. Lakers right. go to Phoenix uh, tomorrow. That's a loss. Here's San Antonio's schedule: at Denver, at Minnesota, Golden State, at Dallas. They can lose out. I mean, it depends on what those teams are going to do and how they're going to approach those games, obviously, in the final week. But those are four losable games for San Antonio. So all this talk about maybe, like, the Lakers completely shutting it down, I wouldn't go that far. Although, again, at Phoenix, at Golden State, Oklahoma City, at Denver. Well, they're saying it's over, though. The Lakers know they yeah. it's it's slim and none. So is that what they're only playing for right now? Is LeBron's going to come back and maybe play in two more games, although he missed yesterday's action? So he can actually qualify for the scoring title. Well, that'd be a monumental thing. I mean, you know, it would be yeah. historic about with the gap, what he can do. As Winhorse said when he was on with us, that he wants to get that. Joker now is 360 to win the MVP. Jaw's been bumped up to 850 for most improved. And the Celtics, are, these are all at Bet Rivers, and the Celtics are $1.60 to win the Atlantic. I don't know what Philly's going to do down the stretch, how they're going to treat that and maybe give Harden a, a break. Well, I think we saw but, yesterday that uh, Embiid wants to surpass LeBron. And win the scoring title. Mm-hmm. He also, he very the, badly wanted the MVP, and I think he knows now he's not going to win it. But he's going out there every night and try, you know, put, put up 40-plus last night again and a ton of rebounds. Now, Boston, uh, they have the tiebreaker, but they have three games left, and they're all on the road. Chicago, Milwaukee, and Memphis. That is tough, and that goes back to, uh, but you don't know what these teams are going to do and how they're going to play it. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe you get a motivated Milwaukee team that wants the, the one or the two, or maybe you, they sit people, and, or, and, and Mem- I would expect Memphis to sit people. That's a final game of the year, but this is it's the unknown. With and, and you think that teams are not going to really care anymore about potentially playing no. the Nets as a seven? That's out the window. How can you be afraid of them? No one's afraid of them. They can't defend. They can't, they get can't st- defend they, anybody. They, you don't, no one else can score other than the big two. That's it. And Kyrie's inconsistent now that he's got to play on a regular Correct. basis. Correct. Correct. I'll give you one more to watch for. And it goes for avoiding the play-in. How about the T-Wolves down the stretch playing this team? I don't know if you want to do money line parlays or maybe because they're going to be laying some significant points. They close now with three straight at home against Washington, San Antonio, and Chicago. Okay. So currently, they are the seven seed. They're a game and a half back of Utah. And Utah, again, with Memphis, OKC, Phoenix, and at Portland, well, two of those games are very winnable. doesn't mean they will, but two of them are absolutely, I mean, they should absolutely kill Portland. But that, that's actually not that far-fetched. If the T-Wolves would win out, they're game and a half back right now, and they could get some help by Utah losing, they could actually maybe land at the six, and Utah would be in the play-in? No, I can't see that. Utah, it's possible. Utah but, has the tiebreaker. Yeah, they do. But I'm talking no. about Minnesota going out there and wanting to put these teams away. On a night-in, night-out basis might be something to look for. And again, that total yesterday against Houston was 245. Flew over. Yeah, Yes, it did. Yeah. I can't get a read on them, though. I thought they would uh, punt on some of these games because they're pretty much locked into the seven. They would need, uh, they need an act of God there. Utah would have to lose out. But, 
Well, but that would they, but, they have to lose three basically. Yeah. And OKC, I mean, after they beat the Suns by thirty yesterday, and the way the Jazz are rolling, you never know. Mm. Crazier things have happened again. Uh, T Wolves now have won two straight. They had a rough stretch, but I mean, they played some good teams here in the last you know month or so. And and the Clippers are going to be the eight, and then uh, New Orleans and, and San Antonio can. New Orleans will get the nine because you're right. There are losses coming with the Spurs. I mean, to, th- to think the Lakers, you couldn't even get in the play-in, and San Antonio's 12 games under 500. Yeah. It's just a joke. And then what if, oh. What happens if they actually get there and then win and land at the eight spot? Probably not going to happen. That's it for Zion? I guess we're not going to see him? I don't think so. He's not going to play at all. I don't think that's going to happen, and I'm also done caring wow. about what Ben Simmons is going to do. Uh, yeah. That, that I is punted redu- on that a while ago. If they, shame on them. I know that's that's their job, but the fact that if if they pay, if he wins this, you, you're kidding me. Oh, with the thing Mental, about f- he wants his twenty million dollars. He doesn't play a game. I want my twenty million. Yeah, we'll pound sand. Yeah, get get out of here. Talking about Shoo. that was not mental health. You wouldn't even show up to the facility. Correct. Give me a break. Yeah, that's it's. I hate to see it, but he's using it like as a convenient excuse. Yes, he is. Yep. Yes, he is. I feel no pity for him whatsoever. Yep. Uh, and the other thing, too, is uh, what's going to happen with Dallas and Golden State with the three and the four. Huge win for Golden State to come back and beat Utah. Oh, no question. Is that I mean, Memphis, would you want to play Memphis in the second round or Phoenix? I guess Memphis is hot, so it doesn't matter. You'll meet them up, meet, uh, play them at some point. But those semifinal matchups are going to be intriguing. But, but it also goes for like who you're going to get in the first oh, round. Oh, that's true, right. Would you rather get the Jazz Dallas. or the Nuggets? Right, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a no-brainer. You want to play Utah right now? Yes. That's another one too. They were showing Jamal Murray last night quite a bit on that broadcast against the, the Lakers. What are we? What's going to happen there? All these players in the NBA have reached out now to him, who have gone through you know torn ACLs and are like, "Man, I know this absolutely stinks. We're hoping they can come back at some point." Yeah, we're up. We're up against the anniversary when that yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, right. Yes. Right? The other thing that was the third time what happened Saturday night. That is the third time this year Utah has blown a twenty-point lead. Second time in a week. And also the same house of horrors where they blew it in the playoffs. Going well. Of that big lead against the Clippers. And they and they lost that game. Oh, if you're going to go out, just go out in style then, huh? Blow it like this. And then just, bring, just go scorched earth next year and bring it all down. Mitchell demanding trades. This week is going to be nuts. I, I would expect a lot of books not even to put a lineup until we get close to tip. Well, you don't know what these teams are going to do. I and mean, how they're going to think? Think about what do we? How many games do we have? Is it twelve or thirteen games tomorrow? Mm-hmm. When we're on the air tomorrow, twelve hours before tip-off, I'm anticipating two games to be on the board, maybe three games to be on the board. Wait till Friday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, Wait, maybe a little bit more tomorrow, but early yeah, later in the week, it's going to be. Uh-huh. You can have no chance at early in the morning. You're going to know nothing about these teams are how they're going to approach these games. You get a Milwaukee, L.A. Part two, of course. Eight, seven key guys sit and don't play that, and then fi- a fifteen-point move, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, right. 153 by the Clippers. Yeah. Would Covington have 40 or something? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Good Lord. Uh, Up next, Kansas and North Carolina in the national championship game. I think a big question is how many possessions we're going to get in this contest with a high total. Kansas had 58 against Villanova. Didn't matter. Still scored 81. Carolina scored the exact same amount on 69 possessions. We'll talk about this National Championship game here on Follow the Money's Visa and the Sports Betting Network.
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 